Listen here, goddammit. Y'all need to get off Marcus Stroman's ass, all right? I'm tired of people coming after my friend Stro. I'm tired of people going after my homie Kyrie. I'm telling you what, just because he posted some links to some anti-Semitic nonsense does not mean he's not an ally or a comrade. Let me hear you. Come on. Let me feel you now out there. Mike Schultz in the house now, Nick. Ryan, I see what y'all been posting on social media about Stro, goddammit. And I'm telling you, I've had it up to my gills with this petty foggery, all right? Y'all got to keep off my people's ass. You got you to gotta stop keeping my friends down. You understand me, players? <laughs> Marcus Stroman posted something really stupid the other day. and uh, Oh, it's a Nick, Ryan, and Tom episode. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry for that cold open. We're trying to be more like SNL now. Um, live, live, Strowman. <laughs> <laughs> live from the depths of hell. You can bleep. It's you can, the worst fans in baseball podcast. You can bleep this, Tom. Live from. <laughs> it's anti. <laughs> Semite Mike Shell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you what, I can't go anywhere without without seeing a dreidel. I don't know, we can probably let it go through. I mean, black Israelites are anti-Semite, so it's just... Like, that's like the weirdest anti-Semite to me, is they're like... They have shirts that say, straight out of Judea. And I'm like, what is going the fuck up? We're the chosen people! Me and my boys Kawhi and Kyrie! Y'all gotta get off our asses for wanting to return to the promised land. You feel me, players? <laughs> Black Israel Mike Schill. I swear, man. He's my favorite character. Um, okay, so uh, we wanted to do that because uh, Marcus Stroman... Um, I... You know, he has some good politics, like the anti-racism, the BLM stuff. Uh, and then he has some really insane shit, kind like the contradictory, NFT stuff. you know... Yeah, and uh, the Kyrie, uh, the Kyrie defense. So um, the 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 point of it is Ryan's favorite basketball player posted some. He he had an Instagram with him and a gun. Is that right, Ryan? That is right. That is. Uh, yeah, he's been fucking up. Real, real fucking. Up. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He's, he's, <laughs> No, I mean, it's, the, okay. I don't know, if, we're going to make this a basketball episode, but he, it's gone from being like the Grizzlies were like the bright, shining, like they're going to be the next big thing, and it is quickly gone to, this is going to be a 30 for 30, and like Jaw will be out of the league in two years, and no one, like, he'll, like, it's, you don't, I don't, He's gonna get oh, go ahead, go ahead. he's gonna get suspended for the rest of the season, most likely. He might even do some jail time, depending on there's an investigation. There's an investigation. Wait, what, what happened? All I know is he had like a gun in an Instagram live, and people were tutting over that. I guess it's deeper than that. He was. It was at a club in Denver. There are laws against, you know, like there might have been if the club. Um, like serves a certain amount of alcohol, like some of their sales uh -huh. are from alcohol. It is illegal to have a firearm 
I don't know like the actual numbers, but like it's illegal to have a firearm in that place. Uh, you can conceal oh, carry. Yeah, in sensible. Denver. That sounds sensible. Yeah. yeah. But it's also like, um, if he took the, um, like firearm on the team plane, that violates NBA rules. Like he immediately gets fifty games suspended for that. Um, there's a the Denver police have opened up an investigation into like. How intoxicated was he when he had this gun? Where was he when he had this gun? What if the um, the truth comes out? He just found it. Like it was just like, <laughs> that was the whole bit. Like he was like drunk in a club and he's like, oh fucking gun! <laughs> <laughs> oh look what I could do! Putting it under his chin. Everyone's like, oh please stop, please. <laughs> but this is the culmination of things for him. Like he, it was released a couple weeks ago that he. Uh, punched a minor last summer um, in the face. Like what? Like, like hold on. Like 12 years old or 17 years old? 17 I'm, years old. When I, also, okay. most most likely a future D1 athlete. But still, Ooh. You, you can't be a, an NBA star and get in fights. Like, yeah, with kids. Also, I mean, yeah. I get it. You know, when I was student teaching, some of those junior high kids, I tell you what. I wanted to put him through a fucking piece of drywall. I get it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, don't... You shouldn't... <laughs> well, it's the power imbalance thing, too. Maybe, like, if you're, you know, that rich and big, maybe don't, uh... Maybe don't go around slapping 17-year-olds. That's all. Yeah. yeah, that's a good thing. And then he also so an, did the same yeah. thing to a, uh, a security guard at a mall in, in Memphis. That was awesome. A 17-year-old security guard? Yeah, no, these I don't kids, know how those... These just... kids are hardcore. <laughs> They're just giving seventeen-year-old guns in Memphis. See, the gun laws are different in Memphis, and that's really yeah. the, the yeah. They have no you rules can point at all a gun down there. No. Yeah, you can point a gun at a seventeen-year-old in Memphis. In Denver, you can't do that. Okay. Memphis, Tennessee has really weird laws against just seventeen-year-old people. Wait, where are we going? This so is is John Morant okay, now so... being recruited by the Black Israelites? What's going? On? Oh wait, maybe it's a- also get off John Morant's ass. All right, that guy's a triple double machine. He's a leader of Memphis. He is a representative of my peoples. All right. So what if he had a gun in a club with a bunch of booze? So what if he hit a kid? We've all hit kids before. God damn it! Get off his ass. Feel me? Okay. So John Morant had that. Marcus Stroh. This is taking so long just to say why we're making fun of Strowman here. Um, Strowman made a post that said Kyrie posted a link with uh, zero comments and they ended his contract. I always knew Nike was trash. Thankful to be free of any of these companies. In response to uh, Nike, I guess, not immediately dropping John Morant. Um, That's probably going to change. So there is a caveat. It's okay that athletes have their back on some stuff. Um, What was it? Um... This isn't the first time. What did Kyrie? What did what? What did Kyrie post? What did Kyrie post again? It wasn't just a link with zero comments. What was it? Um, oh yeah, it was like uh, a link to a documentary about anti-Semitism and black Israelites. Okay, that's what it was. So it wasn't just it wasn't just a link with no comment on it. Um, it was also as for a string of very like. Pro Kanye tweets after Kanye had, uh, you know, oh, yeah. anti-Semitic. Oh, it was I like, that. it this was type one of shit feels like a hundred years ago. Yeah. yeah, but it was like a multiple, multiple, you know, and he refused to apologize. 
John Morant. Mean John Morant. <laughs> mean John Morant. Strowman. We're going out there. We're going to listen to some Kanye in the streets, all right? A real man of the peoples, that yay. Get off his ass. So, I, um, I don't know. Strowman, Strowman's interesting because I know on this team, our pitching staff has some really shitty politics, and Marcus Strowman just topped them. So, um, Good on the Cubs, I guess. No, this I isn't the first time gonna I was going to say he's like done some borderline, I don't know, weird. He's been caught liking some like very sus things on Twitter, like last year too. You know. Yeah. So it's I it's only... it's on brand for him. He's just kind of insufferable. Yeah. Well, like I, more I, anti-Semitic stuff, or was it like the yeah? NFT well, like stuff, well, there's just... I I hate to I don't think there's. Any, like anti-white, that just sounds so kind of funny to me. But that's you know along the lines of things he was liking, you know. Hmm. That's yeah. Yeah, I don't. The only thing I remember was um, he popped up with like BLM. I was like, okay, cool. Um, player, you know, in Major League Baseball that's using their platform, or you know. Um, for, for something that's uh you know something that's good and then I saw when he changed his profile pic to like an NFT I'm like oh Jesus Christ no and now it came out that I guess he's um, lying by omission or is totally cool with anti-Semitism I haven't figured it. I don't someone should ask him questions right baseball baseball reporters should do a job like that right as journalists. And ask him uh, a question by, uh, what do you mean by this? That's a pretty simple, powerful well, question. Well, you know, the highest honor as a journalist is getting fucking murdered, so maybe they're just kind of scared to do that. <laughs> yeah, the beat writer for the Cubs. He gets, uh, he gets, he gets, it's someone, uh, get, someone, uh, someone knocks him out. He wakes up in a cellar with Marcus Stroman at the end, just with a bucket of baseball. <laughs> He's gonna throw his. Oh, he's gonna God. throw his soft sinkers right at their skull. It, it yeah, would be. It would be absolutely awesome if like Derek Gould just started asking every player about Saudi Arabia. <laughs> just like what their thoughts. <laughs> now, yeah, and Derek Gould is really pro Saudi Arabia. <laughs> <laughs> he's super pro MBS. Hmm. <laughs> That would be a twist I would not see coming. He's like, here I wrote a, here's a, I went fishing with Miles Michaelis, and also I went and participated in some beheadings with MBS over in, uh, over in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. That'd be the kind of scoop Derek Gould could get. I figure he's good as job. He, he definitely get in. He get in good with the Saudis and and uh and and have and watch them butcher another american journalist uh for right for for writing uh just doing their job about him so all right so marcus stroman is uh is a big dumb dumb so yeah you know else is a big dumb dumb guys the cardinals today it was wasn't good what they do wasn't good at all wasn't so good what spring training is for baby Get all the kinks out. Yep. Get all the kinks out. Um, could have been just one of those days, but it was a pretty rough one for uh, Graceffo and McGreevy. 
Uh, they combined to give up, I think, like nine runs through like an inning and either three innings and a third or four innings. Um, but they Graceffo had like eight base runners through two and a third or two and two thirds, and McGreevy. I think he pitched an inning and a third and gave up like six, seven base runners. It was those guys. Those guys will definitely, uh, yeah, they're 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 going to need a little bit more seasoning. Yeah, I don't I don't really that. care. They're they're definitely not going to be on the roster opening day, but they'll get the call. I mean, I think Graceffo will definitely yeah. get the call before McGreevy. But. Well, yeah, Graceffo has like a more lively arm, and like he was averaging. You know, over 95 miles an hour on his four-seam and uh, two-seam, but his four-seam was just getting lit the fuck up, dude. And then uh, one of his change-ups got, got smoked pretty hard, too. Um, he has, like, an interesting... I don't know if baseball savant is confusing his slider for his cutter or if he does throw a cutter, but he throws a pretty soft cutter, which I'm kind of surprised for a guy who throws, like, mid to upper 90s like him. He throws, like, a cutter around, like, 87 miles an hour, which... Usually, like, a guy with that much gas or probably, like, low 90s usually. So, he worked that in. It had, like, decent spin metrics, but not a lot of break. Um, It was one of his kind of, like, better pitches. But, I mean, he got, I think, like, the average exit velocity on him today was, like, like upper 90s. He, He didn't have a good one. But, you know, it happens, right? Like you said, Nick, we're working out the kinks. Seeing what you got. And uh, Paul Go Paul DeYoung Ofer today, if anybody cared. <laughs> Only you care. <laughs> uh, Paulie D, yes, he. Um, let me take a look here. He had an Ofer three with a strikeout. He's hitting two twenty two in spring. Uh, Jordan Walker with another hit. Declared numerous times is awesome. Yeah, he had a hit, just a single, but a hundred mile an hour single. Um, Yepes, 0 for 3. Um, Carlson had another dinger. Yeah. Carlson hit, yeah, he's got two spring training bombs. That's good. Gorman this one, hit he another one. Lit up. He hit a bomb with that one. Gorman hit one. He hit one off a lefty. Gorman's having a great spring. He's got a one dot so far. Um, our newly, the guy we <laughs> took, the guy we replaced James Nail with on the 40 man, uh, Anthony, what was it, Meskowitz? Am I saying that right? Uh, Anthony something Polish. Is it Anthony? I forgot his name. Holy shit. I'm having a fucking brain freeze. It is Anthony. Tony Meskowitz. He came in, had a, well, he gave up a few runs in, in an inning of service. So, yeah, it wasn't good. We lost to the Tigers. But, I mean, you know, it's these games are, you know, they're low stress, I think. Right? Meaningless. Spring training should be low just- stress. You know which pitcher had the most swing and misses today? It looks like Packy Naughton had the most swing and Packy misses. That's, that's, Pack that's it in my ass, Naughton. I saw someone say his velocity was up, and I looked, and he maxed out at like 95. And I'm like, he touches that when he when he's a reliever. So, yeah, it would make sense that it was higher than last season. But uh, let's uh, – let's w- there's a lot of things that Cardinals baseball gets worked up on, so a little tongue-in-cheek joke there. But um, – uh, one of which is uh, we're really, really ho- rock hard for Jordan Walker, who, again, doing pretty solid so far. Um, we are uh, apparently um, very concerned with Adam Wainwright. Um, what's your guys' panic level with old Waino right now? I just got to see what the first start of the WBC looks like, and then I'll go from there. 
starts tomorrow or starts tonight? Starts tonight. I started today. Yeah, tonight at eleven or ten yeah. o'clock our time. The first game, Cuba versus uh, Netherlands, I think. Yeah, um, Cardinals Twitter is up in arms over Wayno uh, being uh, throwing Reagan era fastballs. So, I would put myself at like a four on the concern scale. I'll really. It'll really dictate how concerned I'm going to be after the WBC. Um, yeah, I don't. I just have low expectations. Like, what are we? I feel like the past. Oh yeah, few that's years the other been, thing. Yeah, I mean, he's, he, what? Yeah, if you're random Cardinals fans hearing this, he's a number five. Okay, he's an old ass pitcher. He's there to eat innings. He's there to provide quality starts. He's not there to. He's not an ace. Okay, he hasn't really been. He's overperformed for his age. What the fuck else yeah. do you want from Wayno? <laughs> like, he's making seventeen million. He needs to have a one point eight WAR season to be worth that amount of money. Uh, so, like, chill the fuck out. Like, he does. He's not going to win twenty games. He's not going to throw two hundred innings. I will be happy if Wayno is around a four ERA, even a little bit higher than that. With around a 500 record, with a you know 150, 160 innings, he's a 40-something-year-old man. So, yeah. chill. Let's chill. Also, he provided way more value than what he was ever paid in his career for us. So, like us giving him 17 and a half million for years of service, for millions of dollars we made off of his performance and likeness and labor. It's the least we can do. Chill the fuck out. Um, this kind of brings me to this, because uh, I've been doing more research on the Cards Org. I went on that Yo What the Hell podcast this past week, and we talked about... One of the things uh, we talked about was um, sports betting in baseball. Uh, and I kind of branched it off into that baseball teams rarely are just... Uh, or organizations or franchises, whatever. They rarely just deal with baseball. Like... They deal a lot in real estate. They deal a lot in now sports gambling. Like, one thing we haven't brought up that I think we should hammer more on this pod is that Ballpark Village, it's the DeWitt's big pipe dream, right? Not even pipe dream. It's their dream come true. They have built a massive 29-story apartment that has 95% occupancy. They have restaurants, a Hall of Fame. They have what they're entering in phase three of ballpark village where they're going to build two more apartment towers. Um, they were part of a business group that initially tried to bring the St. Louis soccer club to, to the MLS. Like the Cardinals are not a baseball organization. They have their hands in real estate. They have their hands in sports media, like fucking diamond sports group. Like, that it's the amount of money they rake in is peanuts, peanuts compared to them yeah. paying Wayno seventeen million for one last go around. And like I, people need to understand that. People need to understand, like when we bitch about like how much money they should be spending, like how really deep their coffers are, especially with everything else. That this organization has their hands in. 
You guys want me to do Black Israel like Mike Schill today? <laughs> Goddamn right. They could have paid me a hell of a lot more money so I can get money to send back to my peoples. We're straight out of Judea. Am I right? Give me some skin, Ja. Give me some skin, Kanye. We're out here. We're busting our asses in the streets just to take back this country from you-know-who. Am I right? Nick, you have similar beliefs. Let me hear you, playa. Um, so, no, no, let it sit. Let it, let it sit more. <laughs> oh, hey, Josh is here. Josh, you want to say hi hey. while we're recording? Josh. What's up? Josh is back. He's not on the pod because he Shit got boy. surgery. Shit boy is back. Shit boy is back. Do you got anything you want to share with the with the people? Um. Well, I'm here to give um, Black Israelite Mike Schultz some skin. Yeah. So, give me some skin, yeah, man. Let's get a nice little clap. In Come there. on now. Um. Yeah. And I'll see everybody in the next episode. He will. Oh. Yes. That was Josh. I uh, can't say his last name because uh, he'll get fired. Have I sold? Okay, that's. Uh, Everybody knows Josh's uh, last name. That's. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, we haven't said his real last name on here. Everybody, that was Josh Hitler. Everybody, give it up for Josh Hitler. He's back, ladies and gentlemen. Is he? He's We're moving around well. Is he? He's walking. Yeah. Around? Oh yeah, yeah. He's. Yeah. You know, he's doing well. So from the yeah. penis surgery, right? The penis yes. surgery that nearly was, killed him. It was dragging on the ground, and it was so hard to like move when your penis is dragging on the ground. So uh, when Ryan and I went and saw him in the hospital, um, they had him in the loading deck, uh, not for any other reason. Just as penis was so big, they had to put it on one of those air air controlled like trailers. Just so they can begin surgery on it. It was it was merciless. It was brutal. Um, but he's back, guys. He's got a normal dick now. Um, but it's still. Didn't he tell you? Bigger yeah, than I mean, average still, normal dick. Bigger like yeah yeah. Normal. Josh had a yeah. Josh still wanted to be uh, ahead of Ryan and I. He'll never touch Nick. Nick has got a secretly large penis, as we all know. But. Um, <sighs> Yeah, um, we don't know what they're going to do with the excess penis, Ryan. What do you? Th- um, some of the ideas they had. Do you remember what ideas they had? What they were going to do with the uh, air fryer? Feed it. Yeah, feed starving kids. <laughs> yeah, they're going to feed it to kids. A little problematic. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> a little problematic. We know, um, but Fuck, don't you know. Say um, that. Uh, but America, it's trying times. It's hard times. <laughs> There's not enough food to go around in this country, all right? So, <laughs> Anyway, uh, we should do a list. God shouldn't damn. We? <laughs> God. Uh, that was, you had that one, you had that one queued up, Ryan. So, good job. Which, which one? <laughs> you said feed it to kids. Was it you or Nick? That's, that's, you what, the, that first? that's what they're going to do, though. I, I mean, that wasn't... Oh, yeah, that is 100% what they're going to do, yeah. yeah. So, they're going to bless it, though, Nick. Nick, they're going to bless it. It's like another circumcision, okay? Like, you just chill out. It's okay? nothing it's out of the ordinary but what other priests do to kids anyway, so it's fine. Or rabbis. I mean, you know. So, Jet, Josh, as we know, was originally Jewish, and he was uncircumcised because, you know, it's rabbi bit off more than he can chew, I hear. But, you know... Let's uh, let's do a list. We got a list. What are we doing this 
this episode. We're going to second base, man. So you're getting a little uh, hand second job from base. us today. Getting a little oh, hand yeah. job. No finish. Yeah. No finish, though. Blue Ball City. Yep. Blue Ball City. You want to go first, Nick? Oh, Ryan Ryan's going first. He hasn't, go. Ryan's going he first. He hasn't went in a long time. He hasn't. Ryan's back on the pod. After he uh, we got spent some. time with his family, allegedly. I had to uh, take care of some business. Um, yes, you did. We got second baseman. You got some honorable mentions. I got Colton Wong. Ooh. God, I love Colton Wong. Wish he was still here. Glad he's in Seattle, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Nolan Gorman. This is an mention. Um, I just think he's going to have a good... I'm really believing in Nolan Gorman this year. Oh, yeah. I don't know if he's going to be playing second base. He could play DH, kind of moving around. Um, he could probably still play third base, too. Yeah. And I know they tried him, you know, outfield. I think he's just going to... If he's hitting against righties, they're going to get him in the lineup. Um, and my other Ani mention is DJ LeMahieu. Ooh. Okay. Starting at number 10. Number 10! We got old Brendan Donovan. I, oh! I, I got two two Cardinals. In, you got or, nine guys mentioned. ahead of Donnie? I've, as far as like a position, second base is kind of stacked. When I was it depends, yeah, on who will actually play second base this season. That's true. And that's why like Gorman that's, is yeah. really a second baseman. Yeah. But... Um, well, I was running the same thing with like Luis Arias, but I don't think he's going to be enough to be a full timer there. And Kettle Marte, I think he's been playing second base full time. He played full time second this past season, but they yeah. also have tried him out full time in the outfield. The better yeah. second baseman. Um, number nine, Glaber Torres. Mm-hmm. Number eight, Jorge Polanco. Seven, Jeff McNeil. Six, Marcus Simeon. Seaman. Five, Brandon Lau. Four, Andres Jimenez. Three, Ozzy Albies. Two, Jazz Chisholm. And then one, Altuve would be my... My list. Oh, I have, an in a, I have in a, Yeah, I have an interjection. <laughs> aren't they? Uh, jazz. Wait, are they gonna? Jazz are, is playing second <laughs> or center field. He, That's why they got him. He is gonna play second. Yeah. They, oh. I thought they were. Jazz is playing center. center field. He's playing center field. I yeah, think we. But I didn't put him on my center field list because I don't think we knew that at the time. So that's okay. I don't even think he's we gonna be good want... enough to make a list, to be honest. So. Ooh. You're not a believer in jazz? Okay. I want to be, but like he was just, you know. What the hell do you got against Jazz Chisholm? Chisholm. Chisholm. What do you got against my buddy Jizz? Huh? I think I think if he's healthy, he can be like close to a 30-30 guy. Like he's he was got power. very He was very elite until he got hurt. But he's um, That's my but only he's been setback. A he's with been him. hurt. Three years yeah, in it's a, row. a setback. It's just durability. He's got to stay healthy. And considering he was racking up power numbers as a second baseman, I mean that was that increases his stock. Yeah. But um, 
Yeah, he just he's just got an injury bug to him right now. And he's just he got plays swag too. Cool. too. I just, he's got I like too much swag. Too much swag. He's got too much swag, you hear? He doesn't a, play the game the white way. He's got too how, much swag. That's how you know he will never be a Cardinal. That's also what makes it sad. He will just... It'll never be a player we trade for or try to acquire. Yeah, I, yeah. Just uh, my biggest, my biggest tweet. Too that, much personality. That's, that's sitting in my drafts is yeah. Cardinal fans weren't so racist. The uh, Jazz Chisholm would be a Cardinal probably, but something along yeah, those lines. I would, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the it's the what was the one that. Uh, that Gould dunked on a guy for it was like a couple weeks ago. He was talking about how Ollie wasn't wearing his uh, wasn't wearing his uniform right or something oh, like yeah. that. Yeah, fucker about the raggedy sweatshirt. <laughs> yeah. And then there was a another guy who posted about uh, Newt and Edmund should have uh, played for their own countries, should have played for Team America or some shit in the World Baseball Class. Was like, man, just will you go out and like fucking get some pussy or something? Like, can you? Yeah. Jesus Christ, who gives a flying fuck what team they play for? I, okay. I saw a terrible tweet today that was like, I think it was from that that Best Fans in Baseball ironic account, you know, that one that's definitely like a Cubs fan or something that tweets out yeah. like all the worst shit Cardinals fans say. And mm-hmm. someone said like, like, McGee needs to teach Wilson Contreras how to like get in line. And I was like, that is like the most racist statement. Like you were like, what the fuck does That's that even incredible. mean? Overtly racist, like. Yeah, it's uh, it's um, yeah, that's get in yeah, line. A, what the fuck just, does that mean? Yeah, yeah, and like, of course, like what I don't, I haven't even heard of. It, mean, like, it means it means Willie. Uh, they're I guess they're treating Willie McGee uh, like Samuel Jackson and Django, where you have to get all these unruly, you know, non-white guys to, I guess, play the game a certain way that's acceptable because playing with any... I'm I'm just assuming what this fucker thinks, but, like, I guess playing the game with any passion, swag, or any personality is considered, like, uppity and, like, an affront. That's what it is. Huh. That's the... Luckily, that part of Cardinals' Twitter usually um, is too old to operate Twitter without having to ask their kids for help. But, uh, yeah, it's, um, ain't good. Ain't good. Uh, no. I, I, I share, I share your reservations on why it's, uh, why, yeah, Jazz Chisholm may not work out here is certain sects of the fan base. The fan base we know and love that we interact with, they're rule. They rule. They don't give a fuck. They just want to know if you can hit the ball hard and they, they, they think you're cool as shit, but like. It's that older part of the fan base, man. That Oakley wearing one. That uh, that yeah. it's it's a generational thing, right? It's just older fans. <laughs> like, yeah. Same dumb motherfuckers that will blow up, like set their Nikes on fire for being too woke or something. You know, I'm sure they're boycotting Hershey's right now for having like a trans spokesperson. Those kind of idiots. Well, anyway, I'll go go ahead then. I I made a change because good list, Ryan. Good list. I forgot about Thanks. Glaber Torres, and I know Jake Cronenworth's gonna be playing first base. So, oh, I know what your fucking change is already. Yeah, I switched wait, wait, out. I, stra- I switched out Torres or yeah, Torres or uh, Cronenworth with Torres. 
No, 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 no. Is Jeff McNeil <laughs> on your list? I mean, you're going to have to find out, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let it rip. My honorables uh, from five to one, DJ LeMayhew, uh-huh. Santiago Espinal, uh, Joey Wendell, Jonathan India, mm-hmm. and Nolan Gorman. Mm-hmm. Number 10 is Colton Wong. Number nine is Glaber Torres. Eight, Cattell Marte. Seven, Ozzy Albies. Number six, Luis Arias. He's not going to be on it. Yes, he will, because Jazz Chisholm is <laughs> playing center field, you fucking doofus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Is your number five. Brandon Lau. Okay. <laughs> number four is Jorge Polanco. Number mm-hmm. three is Brendan Donovan. Uh, number two is Marcus Semien, and number one is Andres Jimenez. Because I fucking knew he it! He had the most war. <laughs> he had, like, the fucking top five most war. It ain't Tyson. that! There's no Jeff McNeil! <laughs> you also didn't put Altuve on there either, did you? Yeah, I did. <laughs> no, because he's a little rat cheater. I'm good. <laughs> And Jeff, McNe- Jeff McNeil's just a rat, so I don't even need to mention No, him. he's a Met. That's exactly why. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. Dude. There's so many good players that I don't even have to mention them. <laughs> no Jeff McNeil. No Pete Alonzo. Who's the other guy he stiffed, Ryan? He sh- Nick, he, didn't he, loved- put- he got Edwin he- Diaz right. Okay, he got him in the top ten. But <laughs> did he put Francisco Lindor on a list? Oh, we haven't done. We haven't gotten to shortstop. We'll see. Yet. No, no, we've we'll, only we'll just done, have to see. We've done third base, corner outfield, and center field. And Anybody whatnot. who has that little fucking <laughs> disgusting rat, fucking Steve Cohen money, doesn't deserve to be on this list. So. Which one? All the Mets. It's what. <laughs> oh my god. I love it. I'm not even, and Nick, I'm not laughing at the Jeff McNeil thing out of like, out of like to be condescending or anything. I'm laughing because you're so consistent. It is, <laughs> it is, um, it's committing to the bit, but I know it's not a bit with you. I know you would, like, I know if, like, um, if uh, it came down to having to sit, like, two guys on a cliff, okay? And one of them was, like, um, I don't know, um, uh, a drunk driver, all right? He, he killed someone in a drunk driving accident. And the other one was a Mets fan. You saved the drunk driver. I know how you operate. <laughs> yeah, he deserves a second chance, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of them is a uh, guy who took a gun into a club and punched a 17-year-old kid. The other is a Mets fan. You're, I'm letting, you're, I'm you're letting them both that go. That's what's happening there. <laughs> They can they can help each other up. Oh my god, that is so good. Whoo! All right, uh, my honorables that I got. This is here. gonna be the, um, again one of the worst lists we've ever heard, Ryan. This is gonna be a good <laughs> list um, because uh, I put people on there that deserve it, um, and I make some you know bold predi- pre- pre- predictions. Um, Santi, we'll put Santi, uh, Colton Wong. DJ uh, Estrada with the Giants um, and Polanco. 
My top ten, Brandon Lau. Mm -hmm. Number nine, Jonathan India. Number eight, Brendan Donovan. Number seven, Glaber Torres. Number six, Jake Cronenworth. Number five, Ozzy Albies. Number four, Marcus Simeon. Number three, Jeffrey McNeil. Number two, Andres Jimenez. And number one, I hate it, but no one's dethroned him yet, Jose Altuve. Tom, did you go straight war? Was that your indicator? He did. Uh, I went by, like, offensive outputs, uh, but if I went straight war, I mean, India and Lau wouldn't be on there, right? Yeah, not from last year. Yeah, but the prior years they were, I would say, top ten guys are around that, and I think they're, I think they're going to be a lot better. So I think they're going to recover well. Um, but like that eight through twelve spot, I initially didn't think about Donnie, but Donnie's added, I think, like some pop to his game. And uh, aside from, I think he'll be our everyday second base. He'll play enough utility to rack up uh, more defensive metrics. Uh, or sorry, favorable defensive metrics. So I'm like, he'll probably, he's going to be like an 8 to 12th best, I think, second baseman. Also, his eyes, he's an on-base machine. He gets on base. He gets on base, baby. So, um, but yeah, I also thought about like Luis Arias because of his like power. Gene Segura too. Um, but He'll be playing shortstop. Yeah, Gene's going to play short. And he's older, and I don't think that. Nah, it just wouldn't be it. But I think uh, I think Brandon Lau and Jonathan India are gonna are gonna turn it around. Um, I mean, they were hurt last year, and I think they're gonna be. I think they'll be really good. So I mean, Lau hit nearly what like forty home runs, and India had that Rookie of the Year campaign um, that was incredibly stellar. Um, so yeah, I mean that'd be my guys. But there you go. There's that list. Uh, Josh, pretty shit, huh, Nick? Josh's list was pretty much um, all serial killers, so we're not going to mention that. Uh, we can do it. Uh, number one, Jeffrey Dahmer. Number two, Trevor Bauer. Number three, Mike Clevenger. We should probably comment on that. Number four, uh, the Pitching Ninja. Number f- <laughs> yeah, number four. Hello, Ninja Nation. I'm only fourth on the list because I'm so good at hiding my crimes. <laughs> I'm the Gary Ridgeway of pitching analysis, the Green River Killer. And speaking of killers, Gordon Graceffo topped out at 98.3 miles an hour, the kind of speed that's perfect for hitting someone in the face and knocking them out so you can drag them to your cabin in the woods. Hee-hee! <laughs> Hello, ninjas. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, Josh picked, um, he picked Trevor Bauer again. Um, Josh has been doing this with all his lists. I think he's trying to tell us something. Um, Trevor Bauer is still unemployed. Think uh, whatever higher power you believe in. Uh, yeah, it's good. It's good slop. Yes. Um, I, I'm, a, my, I'm assuming that means he's done. Like, if you're not picked up by now, I just think yeah, I think he's done. You're done. Like, he'll do careers. some bizarre Christian. <laughs> mission retreat or some shit to try and show he's like improved as a human being but um just want, if there's any justice in the world he'd be done i just want the padres or the mets to pick him up because it'd be so on brand like 
it'd just be it'd be just the most typical most predictable thing you know so yeah mm. but it won't happen he's i uh, i would rather him just stay unemployed because it's funny yeah um mike clevenger um mlb baseball said they completed a comprehensive investigation said he won't face punishment um he has subject himself to some um I guess, uh, voluntary evalu- evaluation. Um, I don't know. It is what it is. It's um, the same people who looked over Carlos Correa's medical records. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, uh, uh, there's, I think there'll be more that comes out about this. Um, so I'll just kind of remain mum on it. Um, but, Hey, he gets a pitch. So the White Sox, baby, the they White get their Sox. Man. They get their man. Now they gotta go out and pick up the man of the people, Trevor Bauer, the uh, the consent king, as he goes by. That's what he's gonna try and brand himself as, as a as give, the consent king. Give he talks, sucks, man, across the nation at malls. <sighs> he sucks so hard. That guy's such a dork and a loser too. And like, now I mean now I know, I know the, we've go the ahead. TikTok. I like watch some TikToks now, and he is Ooh. all over all over baseball TikTok. Like I feel like I see him like people once defending a day. him or like no no no, no. like he I, he's powder. he's got his own brand and like that he's he's posting stuff like it's his whatever momentum or whatever it's called. And that's good. See, he, what I'm he, saying is I have to see his face every now and then and scroll past it and go, ah, ugh. fuck. Ah, God. This fucking guy again. He lost, like, a, a, like his countersuit, too, um, which is good, which means I think the civil suit against him is still alive. Um, so even if he doesn't face uh, any kind of, like, criminal justice, he will probably have to pay out a shit ton of money. Uh, to at least one of the women um, he assaulted. So, um, yeah. I mean, you know, maybe maybe there will be a happy ending out of this. And by happy ending, he never pitches again in Major League Baseball. Or he gets picked up by the shittiest team imaginable, which is still, still, still very likely, guys. Still very likely. So. I feel like we would have but. seen some sort of news about it, though, you know, like... Oh, so and so team in pre preliminary talks with Trevor Bauer or whatever, you know. I'm I could see a mid season, say the Mets, Scherzer and Verlander are both, you know, get their arms elbows made into mashed potatoes and you know, we hear the Mets are looking at Trevor Bauer at a undisclosed location. <laughs> No, they sign uh they sign a guy who uh they sign a Trevor Bauer and a mustache, what they do. They sign a guy named uh Tyler Brower is who they sign. And although he looks and behaves and assaults women exactly like Trevor Bauer, let's let's assure he is not Trevor Bauer, okay? It is Tyler Brower. He is a thirty three year old pitcher um who um uh who totally respects women. A hundred percent. That's what the Mets are going to do. They're going to make him change his identity. This is how is how they get him on their team. It kind of makes sense. Like, ah, I mean, I was looking at like the Mets and like how much money they've thrown 
at their at their team, which is good. Uh, Steve Cohen can still and should be hit by a car, but like, it's so much money to throw at guys who are fucking old. Like the youngest guy they may have in their rotation is David Peterson, the only fucking pitcher they may have in the rotation that's not, like, 32 years old. Uh, that's so, Jose that, Quintana's that, hurt, that, by that, the way. Yeah, Quintana's got a stress fracture in his ribs. So no, they I have guess, that, that 19-year-old that might make the club. Maybe, but it's going to be, was it that, um, was it Japanese creamer, Cody Senga? Yeah. Am I thinking of him? He's over 30. Um, Carlos Carrasco's, like, 36. Um, Scherzer's like 38, 39. Verlander's pushed 40. Like, I mean, and think like their team last year was super fucking old. Like, if they kept Taiwan Walker, they would have a, they, you know, DeGrom's pushing 34, 35. Fucking Chris Bassett's over 33. Like, old hey, fucking it's good team. that, like, yeah, an old, old fucking team. And, you know, it's kind of like the same thing this season as well. Um, I I don't know where to project them. I don't know what to expect out of this season. Like, I think they'll be a wild card team, but I don't think they're going to win 100 games. And honestly, I don't think the Braves are going to fuck around like they did last season. I think the Braves probably run away with this division by, like, well, maybe not run away, but well, they th- I mean, so many things by are, June, July. You know, injuries, you know. I mean, Spencer yeah, Strider's yeah, yeah. due to blow his elbow out at any moment. So, I mean, that once that happens, that'll be a big blow to the rotation. So, oh, you gotta, you gotta keep. Listen here, listen here, you you Italian bastard! Don't you dare talk shit about Spencer Strider. I blocked you once on Twitter for for your Strider talk. Don't make me come to your little to your little colorful house and sneak into your bedroom at two in the morning and. Just to just to write just to carve Spencer Strider's FIP and strikeouts per nine on your back. You hear me? You hear me, you little bit, you little you little bastard. I'm the pitching ninja. Um, I forgot Nick got blocked by Rob Freeman yeah, for yeah. saying it was a joke. Something that I think is true. I think yeah, I think Spencer Strider. It was a joke, is but it's I'm good. being serious. It's yeah, just, I mean, it wasn't. I'm, I he's a good pitcher. But this happened. Dustin May is an example. Walker Bueller, mm-hmm. Alex Reyes. Yep. It's always in their second Justin or third Berlander. year. They're gonna, he's gonna blow his fucking elbow out because he throws 102 every fucking pitch. It's like, it's gonna happen. I'm not. This is not just me being a dick. I don't know. I don't know, Ryan. You, do you believe it when Nick says I'm not just being a dick? Uh, you know. <laughs> I think this is Nick the, this is the, appe- really this is the appeal on the check swing here. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with Nick though. Like all these young pitchers, it we as a Cardinals fan, this happens to everybody. This happened to Hicks, Helsley, Reyes. Yep. Like, yeah, it's bound to happen. I mean, Sandy it, Sandy Alcantara could it could happen too. You know, yeah, and especially when it comes on sudden, because wasn't Strider wasn't even a top prospect, and then he th- started throwing hard. Mm-hmm. And then got escalated real quick. Yeah, let me see where Strider was on that one because he is kind of like out of nowhere. Great mustache, good vaudeville. He's a know. vegan, so that's cool. That is cool. You finally get some representation. So 
I know That's he's like not... a big nerd too. He makes like music lists. He does indie music lists. No, like I, so, I, yeah. I think he's cool and a great pitcher, and I feel like we could be friends, but. Motherfucker is gonna blow his elbow out. Like that's just gonna. He happen. would want to be friends with you. Let's just be honest. He would love to be friends with you. <laughs> so uh, I heard you said my elbow was gonna explode. <laughs> do you want to? Do you want would me to you tell you what you hear, or do you want to hear the truth? Is what Nick would say. <laughs> that's what Nick does. Nick doesn't back down. <laughs> yeah. I, do you want to live in denial, my friend? Denial ain't just a river in Egypt, Spencer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, Do you, yeah. I wonder if velocity will just go down because of pitchers' stamina with the pitch clock. I'm, like, I don't know. Someone brought that up that the pitch clock is going to result in more injuries because you need to rest. Like in between, like like they compared it to a workout set. I'm like, I don't think that's I don't, the same thing, my guy. Uh, I don't think you need I, to rest, but I don't think you'll be able to throw 102 every time. I think you'll. Uh, it's just like doing like if you're benching, like if you take a long rest, you can do more weight. But if you don't take much rest, it's harder to do more weight at that. Like I don't know, maybe. Um, I don't. I just don't compare it the same as like you know, like lifting weights, like. Yes. And I just kind of think that, to me, I just see it kind of like as a as as a, not. I don't want to use the term de- decay, but I think a lot of it is so mental that when you get into your zone and you kind of get in a rhythm, especially if you don't have a pitch clock, like we're talking like no pitch clock here, like, yeah, I think guys just they have that extra time, they get amped. They, they feel that tension between between them and the batter. And I kind of think that's, you know, that, I could see that aspect of the game that's, like, taken away now. I could see that maybe being, you know, where guys may not throw as hard or as dominantly. I, I could see that part of it, Ryan. But um, I don't know. I mean, we've seen, like, increased velos and guys touching over a hundy already in spring. Um, uh I, I just kind of see it more as like a mental thing. I could see like pitchers maybe struggling with it, but, but I, I, I would say it's the, one time. I would say it's the sustainability. Like yeah, through, yeah, yeah. through five or six innings in inning number six, you're going to see a lot more guys have like their velo decrease way more than what we've seen in the past. I'm not saying we're not going to see guys hit a hundred. I'm just saying as the game yeah. goes on. Yeah. Well, Yeah. Because we'll like right now we're only seeing guys pitch two, three innings max. Two so to three, yeah. I was thinking though, with like how the pitch clock is, it would serve as the pitcher's benefit, mainly because I, I think it's just a bias. I you know I prefer pitchers that work fast. I like guys that do that. And I'm thinking, goddamn, if Mark Burley was still around, he would be totally in love. He would throw. He would be a Hall of Famer at the end of this if his career started now with the pitch clock. As Mark Burley worked fast. He was a speed running champion. Um, but I, you know, I kind of think that, uh, you know, it's, I think the, I think the pitchers kind of have an advantage with it. I, especially guys that like to work fast. I think it's easier for them to get in a rhythm and batters, as we know, can only throw off that rhythm once, uh, once in a bat and, uh, they're beholden to the clock, the almighty clock boys, the almighty clock. I love the clock. 
We love the clock, right? Nick, do you love the clock? I, I think, think it's cool. Like it. I think it needs a little bit of tweaking, but... Um, like an extra five seconds, maybe? Well, I think the whole violation to the batter thing after eight seconds is a little little weird. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I, and I think Eric Hosmer is a fucking douchebag, but he got... He got pinned for, like, not being set. Like, he was in the box, but he was still, like, kicking dirt after eight seconds. Yeah, he, he had his strike. head down is what it was. Yeah. yeah. And they want you looking up and being alert to it. Um, but it, that's also been a courtesy. Like, he wasn't saying time. The pitcher could have thrown it. Exactly. At that moment. And that's how it could have been all along, even without the pitch clock. Like, if you're in the he, box. You'll probably have strategy that develops like that, though, I think, guys. Because, like, we saw Scherzer trying to fuck with the pitch clock this past start to humorous effect. And, like, again, like, they did this for, like, multiple years in the minors. It's going to be a rough first season, sure. Or, you know, maybe not. Maybe the season won't even be rough. I mean, spring training's only rough because everyone, uh, you know, anytime this new rule that's rolled out during the practice session of baseball – is grabbing so much attention because people just want to be pissed off about well, it. Well, a part of me like, wants to be a big boomer, though, too. Yeah. I miss... Hey, I mean, man, dude, I, 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 I fucking... Baseball I, in 2010 was fucking great. I just... I don't yeah. know. Like, I I love the long extra-inning games. I, back then, I wasn't really super hyper-aware of, you know, the potential for injury. I didn't really give a shit. I'm like, oh, more baseball. I love the plays at the plate. I love the, mm-hmm. you know, the pitching changes, not the three batter minimum. That's I still think that's dumb as fuck. The juggling, the catchers getting yeah. trucked. Yeah, you know, I like that. Base- I mean, that was cool, you know. Back I- when baseball was played by men, god damn it, like no, me. It's not even Michael just, Anthony Schilt. I'm just being nostalgic, I guess, but I yeah. I it was it used to be the only sport without a clock and now there is one, so yeah, that's just my my I mean, boom. That's it. my boomer argument. Like it's fine, the bases being bigger is oh, fine. The that. shift limits are fine. They're already adapting and ruined Joey Gallo's career. So, it's, <laughs> you know, there's ways around it. The center fielder comes and plays shallow right field, and it's over. So, there's they've already found the loophole. Yeah. But you know what yeah, I mean? Kinda, like it's just like like at what. They're doing too much, man. They're doing too fucking much. Right. Yeah, like at what point, like, they banned the chef to try and, like, help you out. And now they've completely taken away left field. At what point do you, do you just figure out how to hit the ball the other fucking way or just retire? Like, I don't get that. Like... They're professional athletes. They can hit the ball the other way. Uh, I know they can because they've trained themselves to hit the ball in their pole side two-thirds of the time. He can hit the ball. Yeah. It won't be as many home runs, but you know, you, you will get on base. But I think that's a sign that like the game will also change because that style of hitting of we're not going to give a shit if you strike out and just pull the ball, mm-hmm. Like maybe that will also like that'll also be a phase that comes and goes and th- we'll see different hitters that have yeah. more more spray it it was i mean the game's wanting to be faster and more have more action in it right it's like 
It was when I was reading about like that uh, Kyle Tucker losing his arbitration case because I we could pr- I could I can confidently say I would hope you guys are on my side here that Kyle Tucker is a five tool player. He plays great defense. He steals bases. He socks home runs. You know, and I th- yeah. think I want to imagine that's what like the game is eyeing for. I don't think Manfred is. Manfred's what I would call he's he's the revenue commissioner. He's out there he expanding baseball to you know set up sports gambling and do real estate he's all about how can i make it uh create different paths to money okay but um i would say like some of the rules are probably aiming for players like that like uh the kyle tuckers of it um at least we hope so uh that's that's an exciting player to watch i'd imagine um does that you know it's gonna steal some bases pop you some homers Play some great D. Who doesn't like that, right? That's that's that. That's our OG boomer. That's our that's our family's boomer coming out right there. You know, I'm with you. I mean, that's the guys. I know Tom. You're very anti fantasy baseball, um, but like he those is the joining the team. Guys. By the way, sorry. Go on. He's on. Okay. He's joining. I haven't decided yet, Nicholas. Maybe on uh, this later this week's pod, Tom will announce his decision. Is he going to join? Oh the yeah, let's do that. <laughs> I'm taking my um, talents to South Beach. But I mean, going back to that for, for for ten, fifteen. I think I've been playing fantasy baseball for fifteen years. Jesus the 2020, Christ, 30, 30 guys. Those are the guys that the make money. you salivate. Yeah, yeah. And like, and sometimes in the past too, they've been, you know. Huge, like big fantasy baseball guys, but maybe not the stars of the league. And maybe they're trying to line up that idea with the gambling with who are the stars going to be. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, that could be a whole wish. But yeah, I think lately, though, it's become those guys Kyle Tucker, Mookie Betts, Ronald Acuna, they're Mike Trout. They're the. They've become the stars, but I know like 15 years ago, some 2020 guys you never even heard of, and most casual fans wouldn't have cared about. No, I mean, uh, Jose Reyes's New York Mets days, I would probably figure would have been fantasy, like a fantasy gold mine. Oh yeah, in, you know, high average, as many extra base hits and stolen bases he, was, he racked up. He was a perennial first pick. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Perennial first round pick. Yeah, he, he was a, he's a stud. Um, okay, any other news? We got our list done. We're hitting our hour mark. Um, we have a couple bleeps. Uh, we've checked off every single box that is worst fans LLC. What, uh, what this is how we earn our crumble coin. You know, um, anything else news wise? Uh, WBC starts. Oh. Cardinals Twitter losing their mind over Newt and Shohei uh, becoming buddies. I guess Shohei Otani is going to become a Cardinal because uh, because he uh, him and Lars Newpar talked. <laughs> he showed him the pepper grinder, right? So it's time for us to huff that old huff that hopium, boys. Uh, I mean, we it could happen, but it won't. I don't see. This organization ever handing out a half a half billion dollar contract to a player, which is why I, I could think see him though 
trading for a ha- trading some of these guys we talked about that don't have enough. There's not enough room on the team. They could be uh, for a half a season. Yeah, I could see that happening. I mean, do you honestly see Mo doing something like that when we when when I think that you know there was more equal opportunity last season to do like a rental? Not only a rental, I mean, I mean like yeah, Soto second place Could've in the Soto the- sweepstakes. So yeah, I mean you know. But we I didn't, think is the thing, and like I don't think. I mean, we didn't. We, but I think it's. I think last year we still wanted to see on some guys. I feel like we still wanted to see on Gorman, Walker. Yeah. I feel like now it is a. We're going. There's not enough room. They need a like, dump, is for sure, because at the very least, these players need to be on a major league roster somewhere. So, yeah. yeah. And I feel like there's some combination of Carlson, O'Neill, Gorman, Burleson, Gomez, Gomez yes. McGreevy. Um, there, there's some pitchers, yeah. Like, there's... I don't want to sound too negative, but, like, our pitchers like McGreevy or Graceffo, I see them as, like, rather... I, I mean mid like serviceable, so like, uh, like I would see like a team being way more excited for uh, Hent or it, what Jerpy has to offer, but like, um, I don't. It's hard for me to see. Like the ask for Soto last season was essentially the house, right? I mean they wanted a big league ready guy. They wanted I think what four or five of our top prospects. Okay, um, and you know if we'd gotten that, we would have gotten what like a year or two more out of Soto for arbitration, and here it'd be like Otani who is gonna who can he's hitting the free agent market after the season. I but don't... I, I think the price the price will be less if it's only a half a season. Yeah, I you know also... it it could be that it depends how good the Angels are because the Angels will be like, hey, we're finally a playoff contender. Would you like to come back? That type of thing. But, but like, are they? Are they a playoff contender? You know, you would imagine these motherfucking angels would somehow put it together with the two best players on the in the in the league. And like, considering the offseason moves they made, like I would say on paper they look like a wild card team. But they always find a way to trip over their own asshole. So and I think I'm, I mean the I'm gonna say no. <laughs> I'm gonna say yeah. no until proven otherwise. I don't think they're not even like the guaranteed third best team in the AL West. So that's yeah, but you like... have like the expanded wild card on it, and like it's going to come down. I think Houston's probably going to take that division again, and they're going to battle with the Mariners. Is what it'll come down to. I don't think the rain. I'm going to continue the meme I did last year that the Rangers are like a 78 win team that's spending a lot of money, which you know, good for them. But I think players. I think the Rangers and the Angels will be battling for third place, and that'll be. I don't know. Maybe I don't think that. I don't think that means you're a guaranteed. I don't think that's enticing enough for the best player in baseball to be like. I guess I'll come back to this team that kind of sucks. Uh, I mean, all it takes is kind of like one good one. I mean, like, keep in mind, you know, the Mariners. You know, historically, whenever they put together good teams, they're outscored constantly. Like last year, they had like a legit good season in a long time. Um, mm-hmm. and like, you know, the angels were top of the division or second place in the division until they decided to lose 13 games in a row. Like 
they have the talent there. Don't get me wrong. It's just like it comes down to like sustainability or just how they manage and operate their team. Um, yeah, I mean, Rangers will be better, but like, I don't want to. I don't want to portray this that the Mariners are way ahead of everyone. To me, they're the second place favorite, but it the Angels I think could bounce them. I don't think any of these. I don't think any team but the Astros are winning that division. I don't. Well, you know, I, the Astros I, are going to win I 95 agree, I think, games. Yeah. I think the Astros and the Mariners are a, way above the Rangers. Well, I would the say Angels. the Astros are, yeah. but I don't know. I mean, yeah, maybe. I mean, Mariners got – still have Rally. They still have France. They have Julio. They have more, they have, they have they more have young pitching, pitching coming through. With, and uh, they have more bullpen. They, their bullpen is elite. Like, it's just – that super bullpen helped them. So, yeah. But, I mean, keep in mind, this is a Mariners team that was like 12, 13 games under 500 until they got their shit together after the All-Star break. So, um, it it depends. I mean, I'm agreeing in the sense that the Mariners are my second-place team. I'm just saying it's not outside. Like, we shouldn't immediately discard that the Angels couldn't couldn't bounce them is what i'm saying tom tom you're forgetting we are a mariners i forgot no yes mariners cardinals world series that's what it is i forgot our roots baby i forgot our roots speaking of roots root sports network that's an rsn that's not going under you should tune in get your mlb.com watch the mariners they come on after the cardinals we don't know what the cardinals are going to air on bally kfvs npr MLB.com, no one fucking knows. Jim Carrey left the Braves to maybe not have a job. Tune in to the to the, to I, the number one Mariners podcast. They, they need to do something like the Cubs have and the Yankees have. Like, they have Yes and Marquee. Like, those are like... Uh, the Yankees, well, the the have, Yankees um, broadcast every spring training game on television. Like, fucking yeah, get, and do they, it like yeah. that, you fucking dumb fucks. What is uh, I know the do the Cubs do this? Cubs have uh, they're with NBC Sports, right? NBC they have Sports Marquee, Chicago. Yeah, so I don't. Is it Marquee? I, don't know. I know like the Blackhawks have like NBC Sports Chicago and whatnot like that. They should probably look at striking a deal like that, but um, who knows? I mean, they're gonna make money on it somehow. I figure whether MLB has to take over for it or not. But anyway, uh, we got any final? Who we fucking? Yeah, who we oh. fucking? Who we fucking? Fuck Jeff McNeil, like Nick did. Oh, you know who that is, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of that man in my entire life. Thought we've been through this. Fuck, fuck Marcus Stroman. <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just like bullying the the little little wimpy kid. You know what I mean? Hold on, there's one out there. Um, yeah. Um, who do you think, Ryan? Uh, we fucking we didn't really get that acerbic this this episode i think are we um what did we talk about in the beginning we talked it was kyrie irving john, john morant. morant yeah uh, wait we should God do it fuck anti-semitism that's what we should do <laughs> a very low-hanging fruit one from us There you go. Um, That's it. Good, Good night, everyone.